straight for the painting table where one of the helpers, a cheerful young woman called Mavis, put a plastic overall on her. There you go, love. You can go and paint your masterpiece now, can't you? She said in warm Jamaican brummy. Thanks, Joanne mumbled. Amy looked lovely in the bright yellow overall. She had met Mavis last time. She's loving it, isn't she? Mavis observed. She stood watching Amy, her arms folded, neat in a short-sleeved grey top and black skirt. Round her neck she wore a little gold cross on a chain. Mavis must have been younger than Joanne, only about eighteen, but she seemed very mature. And Mavis was the sort of person, beside whose neat slenderness, smooth brown skin and tidy, clinging hair, Joanne felt like a wayward scarecrow. Joanne was quite tall, at five foot seven, thin and long-legged like her father. She had ample-sized breasts, that was good, but otherwise she felt gangly and as if everything was bulging out in all the wrong places, especially now she'd had Amy. In the past, David always told her she was imagining it. You've got a great figure. That's the trouble with you, girls. You're never satisfied. That was the old Dave, who had loved her body her pink-cheeked complexion and wavy brown hair. That was before he turned sour and critical. Now everything about her seemed to be wrong. These days she nearly always wore jeans ripped at the knees, her hair hoiked back in a loose ponytail. She hadn't had it trimmed for ages, since before Amy. She'll be fine, Mavis told her. I'll watch her for a few minutes if you want to go and get yourself a coffee. You know where the kitchen is. Oh, yes, Ta, Joanne said, trying to sound relaxed and confident. I won't be long. Crossing the hall, she saw the stressed-looking woman who had arrived with her, squatting beside a pile of Duplo, pleading with her son to stop whacking another child's head with his latest red-and-yellow creation. I'm warning you, I'll have to take you home, Joanne heard shrilly in passing. Look at Tom, he's not eating other children. There was a gaggle of young white mothers in one corner. One whom she had met last time was thin and pale, with long black hair, and a baby whose father was obviously black. Another, dumpy and competent, was pregnant with her third child. With them was a mother of twin boys who was as thin as a railing, with piercings round her ears and nose, which caught the light like a pincushion. There were a few nervy, educated women who were already fretting about primary schools, something Joanne had not given a thought to a knot of black mothers who tended to hang out together, Mavis, who was hoping to move on to a career in childcare, and Tess, who sailed like a calm, reassuring ship amongst them all, spreading goodwill. A couple of the West Indian mothers were in the kitchen, one arranging biscuits on a plate, the other pouring squash into little plastic beakers. They were busy chatting, so Joanne made tea for herself. Drinks were to be kept in the kitchen away from any risk of scolding the children. She took a few sips of her sweet tea, leaning against the kitchen doorframe, hugging the warm mug to her chest. Amy was still deep in her picture. Toy cars skittered across the floor. Joanne watched the groups of women talking. I must make sure I get home on time, she thought. Her heart began racing again with that sick thumping. He might come home to check up on her. It was never far away. Every few minutes the thought of home came to her, and Dave.
It had crept up on her, the way she was always waiting for something to happen now, even in her sleep. The main door opened and in came another buggy, pushed by the Asian girl whom she'd seen here last time. Joanne had been surprised. She didn't think Asians would come to these groups, not in a church. Wasn't it against their religion? She hadn't spoken to her, and the woman had seemed a bit left out. She looked very young, was fine-boned, delicate, and had a tiny daughter with huge eyes and a head of thick, wavy hair. The Asian girl was lifting her daughter out. Joanne frowned, narrowing her eyes. It was the same girl, wasn't it? She certainly recognised the child. But there was something very different about her mother. It took her a moment to realise. Last time the girl had been wearing jeans and a T-shirt. Joanne remembered...